Hey, welcome to the It Starts With You podcast. My name is Sam Adams. I am known as the Real Life Coach, and this is a podcast that is all about exploring ourselves, about us taking ownership for our lives, taking responsibility, and our experiences and our journeys into that. I get to speak to some amazing guests and some just all round downright inspirational, awesome human beings. Plus, there's the few episodes of me just sharing my experiences of life and maybe some stuff from coaching my clients. If you want to find out more about me, please head to my website, sam-adams.com. Okay, that's it from me. Here comes your episode. Hey everyone, I just wanted to do a quick intro for this episode. It's a special episode. I was asked to do a live with um, a young man called Chiro, who I coached probably about four or five years ago. Uh, He is now a coach himself for the last few years and doing a great job working with men, supporting their mental health and their anxiety. Um, So yeah, please enjoy this conversation that we had on a live that we did for his Instagram account. Through my life coach, well, about four years ago now, so right? Yeah, probably. Around that time. And um, yeah, he popped out and I was like, do you know what? I want to talk about this actually, and I want to talk about your journey and why you're so powerful. And also, yeah, in, in regards to you've had your mental health struggles. A, a good old conversation. And upon reflection on, on, on the journey, I actually was just dealing with it internally. I never told you about anything about my health struggles, which obviously wasn't, wasn't a, we probably could have got more of a powerful journey, which you did help me a lot. But I just wasn't there yet. As we said yesterday on that call, I just wasn't there. Yeah, um, definitely. And I thought, yeah, I thought, let's, let's talk about it today. And obviously, I want you to talk about your journey more than me. And I'm going to shut up and listen a little bit more. <laughs> but, um, I want to talk about yours. I mean, I think... Yeah, it must have been four or five years ago that I, I was uh, working with you. I was your coach, and it was an honour to do that. I have to say that you, you were. Um, I sensed that you were. You know, there was stuff that wasn't coming up. But I think you know, as we've spoken about before, you know, th- these things come in layers. We can't. You know, we don't just all go along and then just dump everything that's going on for us. And there's a relationship that we had to build um, and, and trust as well. But you know, I've, I've always had coaches and there are times when, yeah, I don't, it comes in layers and you have to be, yeah. you have to be ready to set, to share certain layers of yourself. And, um, I certainly sense that and it's been beautiful for me. I have to say to see you grow and watch your yeah. journey and become a father, become a coach, yeah. um, and just watch you develop and share. I think you're sharing a lot more openly now probably and more vulnerable yeah. which you know something I'm also doing as well and I think that's really empowered you am I right? 100% I've grown in confidence just being free you know and letting out there and it's not you know I was really scared to, to actually do it because I thought was it attention seeking obviously I'm very comfortable with it now but at the time yeah, my I didn't understand why I used to feel like this and I didn't understand what was happening but I did feel through being vulnerable it's really helped my mental health and for other people to seek and that's why I've gone on journeys with a lot of men I feel like because I am vulnerable they can be they can trust me and they feel it's a safe space and yeah it's important it's a you know you got to spread the spread the word but just have people understanding that it doesn't matter who 
who you are will go through struggles. Because if you don't have paper, yeah, exactly, exactly. We're we're together. Together. And, and I think that's the thing with Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, it, um, it looks different for everyone, you know, but just conversating it, there's that common um, relatability with, with men I work with where we, we let it build up, we let it build up and then we explode and it comes out in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I was talking to a guy actually uh, just the last couple of days and that's kind of similar conversation really and I think, you know, when we're, when we're vulnerable and we share our, um, our truth, then yeah. it gives permission to other people and that's one of the most empowering things you can do is give permission permission to other people to be themselves uh, because so many people and i've been there and done it and i've worked in personal development for 25 years but yeah. you know we we struggle to deal with what the hell's going on in here sometimes and we think it's only us yes. uh, and the more that we get people like yourselves and others being sharing their truth yeah. Uh, then the more it gives permission for other people to do that. I don't think there's. I've worked with some phenomenal people, from professional footballers, um, yeah, Olympians, to a yeah. barrister, to a lawyer, to whoever. It doesn't really matter. And um, I've also worked in adoption and fostering, where people come to a panel to be approved to be adoptive parents, and we had everything from actors and lawyers to government ministers. And I'm telling you, everybody's got their shit. She's in my community. Uh, Hi, Alice. <laughs> she, uh, I just, 
uh, yeah, I got to my teenage years, I started drinking. That was kind of like my vice, really, to yeah. numb the pain. And you probably understand, and maybe some people listening, that we we have we all have childhood wounds. I think that's really important to remember because there's yeah. no perfect parents. It doesn't no. matter how great a parent you are or caregiver you are, your kids are kind of come out with some fucking wounds. <laughs> they just will. Um, and some are bigger, bigger than others. And, you know, actually... Yeah. You know, it's also important to remember that other, my rock bottom wouldn't be someone else's rock bottom. And my dark moments aren't your dark moments. Everyone's sure. different. So never compare what you're struggling with with someone else because it's yours uh, and that is perfectly okay and it's perfectly yeah. acceptable. Um, for me, I just had a lot of identity struggles. So I used alcohol a lot from a yeah. young age. And um, then my mental health became quite poor. Uh, in my early 20s, I became quite depressed. I was on uh, antidepressants. But uh, I, w I was really dealt a really great hand by the universe at that time. That uh, Somebody I ended up working with was actually a Samaritan. And we became very good friends. Yeah. And so through that relationship, I then started to share a little bit with her about my struggles. And she signposted me into the right direction of where I needed to get some help and support. So I did use the Samaritans at that time. I also then got uh, therapy, which I had for two years at that time as well. Um, and then a lot of that stuff around, because I was having nightmares around sexual abuse around that time. I'm sure it was the alcohol that kind of fueled a lot of that. Um, and so I was lucky. I, 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 I found an organisation to help me and I found some therapy, which... You know, that was probably late 80s, which wasn't such a big thing then. Not that it, no. you know, still some people shy away from it now, but there wasn't really that many people having therapy back then. And I didn't speak about it for quite a while, um, but it massively, like, I'm not I'm not going to lie and say that massively helped me and saved my life in lots of ways at that time. Um so for people like, you know, I hope anyone's not triggered by this, but, you know, yeah. if you have some of these deep thoughts of, of feeling like life is not for you, um, there are people that are really want to help you and want to listen. And this is where we have to be brave and courageous and share yeah. um, what we're really... I was just doing a video about this, about our sadness. When, when we share our sadness, like your sadness is a sign that something's wrong. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, don't ignore it. And when we no. share it openly or, or we show up with that, then people will see that as a signal that actually you need help or you want help. Yeah. And people love to help. <laughs> like, okay. you love to help. I love to help, yeah, love you it. know. Yeah. So, you're, you're kind of... So, that, that mental health stuff really started for me, yeah, in my, in my early 20s. Um, and therapy uh, really massively helped me at that time. You see the, the identity, how did you, how, because obviously you worked on yourself so much and that was a big reason why I've, you know, I've become one of your clients at that time, what what triggered you to the change, you know, what, what, what was it, like the eureka moment, I think everyone has it, when you go through adversity and then you start working on yourself, what was it? Uh, I don't know that there was a eureka moment really, <laughs> um, I think just a lot of things, the therapy saved my life definitely in lots of ways at that time I but I still massively struggled through my all of my 20s even in my 30s there's been periods and even up to more recent times so and I think this is like you know we're always working on ourselves but I think the difference is if you can embrace that 
yeah. rather than see it as something like, oh my god, am I always going to have to be doing this stuff? Yeah. Some of it is quite micro. Like the stuff I do now is very, very small compared to what I had to do back then. Yeah. So I didn't have a eureka moment. I don't think. I just think I, I still struggled, but I had better tools to yeah. to use at that time, and I unconsciously was doing personal development without really realizing yeah, it yes, basically yeah. until I got yeah. I guess in my early 30s and then I realized oh I'm doing all this personal development work but I'd already yeah. been doing it since my 20s yeah I think I think a lot of us don't realize we are doing it so like even if you told me about shadow behaviors like eight years ago like, what are you talking about yeah. I don't know what that is and then obviously you gain knowledge and you do and I'm like hold on I've been doing that I just didn't know that's what it was. You didn't know so you're right. Label, yeah. yeah, yeah. You pick up quite a lot of things throughout your years. Um, one thing I str- uh, not not I must say it's a struggle, but it's just understanding with the men I work with. Look, there's going to be three things which you touch on. Unfortunately, there's always be pain in life, which is which is obviously not what we want to go through every day, but it happens. Mm. Uncertainty, which there is always uncertainty, and what, like you said, you have to constantly work on yourself. Yeah. Um, which I think the last one is hard for everyone. And, I, I, you know, I struggle sometimes, I've got to do this today. But it's just understanding actually makes you feel better. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing, right? Because I think if I didn't do the things I do on a daily basis, then I would, you know, I don't even know if I'd still be here. I, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. don't. And I think, you know, I had a, a bit of a tough time a few years ago. And some of the things that actually really saved me at that time were almost automatic and the reason automatic. they're automatic is because i've been doing them for 30 years 100 um i don't know where i'd be without some of that so yeah and this is the thing i'm thinking don't you know i'd say to people don't be frightened of this stuff no. this is not you know i've got to do these big things no. every day because it could be as simple as just giving yourself five minutes with your favorite mug and a warm cup of yeah, cocoa yeah. And yeah. just sitting still for five minutes or doing some Lego for five minutes. Just 100%. something to nurture you, whatever your thing yeah. is. My thing has always been exercise, you know, running. I've run my whole life pretty much and I still yeah. use that as a tool, you know, to get out and to get out of my head and to give myself a little bit of compassion. To me, that's a bit of personal development. Yeah, And I think like you've hit the nail on the head. It doesn't have to be run 400 miles it doesn't have to do that yeah. it's just what gets you going yeah. and and also there might be that morning where you get up and you go for the 5k but actually i just walked for three of it you know and it, it's just oh, but i'll come back to i'll come back to it tomorrow and we'll go again yeah exactly it's finding yeah. the things that work for you and that and of course what works for you now might not work for you next year or you know in six yeah. months time and so this is where i talk you know i think the constant sort of adjustment and the constant uh sort of personal development stuff goes on because you have to recognize actually that's no longer working for me and, no. and this is where you build your resilience when you you're yeah. adaptable and you're flexible but you're you're adaptable and flexible to the world but you're adaptable and flexible to yourself as well because what works now for you might not work like i said in six months no. time and it's just and the more you know you have different kinds of tools and people around you um then you've got more different things to tap into and you know I have my standard things that massively help help, but also I have other things that I know that I can use should something else arise. I think 
know, uh, like obviously I was talk about this on the Happy Place podcast, which have just been on with Fern Cotton. And, Amazing. Yeah, which is which is great. But three years ago, I really had a, the, probably one of the biggest mental health crises I've had. Um, and I came very close to taking my own life. But because I, and I really gave myself a very hard time around that time because doing what I've been doing for 20 odd years at that point, yeah. being a life coach, I felt that I should have been doing better. I felt that I should have been able to cope with all of these losses that I'd had in a very short space of time. And, and I wasn't. And none of the tools, nothing was working. Right. Because you know, there's, a, there's psychology around how much anyone's broad shoulders can take. It doesn't matter yeah, who you are. If you have a loss, maybe someone dies, that's, that's a big loss for anyone. Grief is a, a terrible thing for us all to go through. But when you have two or three things all happen at once, it compounds. And yeah. most people will struggle. Well, I had three things all come within nine months. So nothing was working. So I found uh, breath work. And yeah. uh, that massively just supported me at that time and it has done since. So now I've still got all the other things, but I've also now got an additional one. So I would say to anyone, like if you're struggling and the things you're not normally doing aren't working, then go try something different. Give, dip yourself, you know, dip your toe into something else because there are so many things that, that are available to us now that you will find something and also someone that is willing to support you. 100%. Can I, can I ask, like, what were the three things? Yeah, um, well, my I, I got divorced, my dog died, and my dad died all within nine months. Um, so it was, you know, I wasn't expecting my dog to die. No. Um, all my marriage to break down, to be honest. No, no. Uh, and my dad, yeah, he got, he'd had cancer, but he was doing all right, to be honest. And then he broke his hip, and then it sort of just went downhill. And so he broke his hip, the dog died, um, uh, uh, which, you know, anyone that loves animals or loves your pet. Yeah, he was oh, like, especially because like, my relationship broke down, my dog was like my soulmate. He's <laughs> like, um, so my dog went, and, uh, and then, yeah, I got divorced. So it's all uh, a lot. And like I said, there is a lot of research around how much uh, the human, uh, us humans can bear in terms of trauma. So that's, they're all yep. a loss. Um, and I just really struggled. And, and, and I, I went back to therapy. I knew that helped me before. So I lent into that a little bit. And, um, but you know what you were talking about before, about layers, about how much we were willing to share with people. I yeah. think because I had this narrative in my head, that I should be doing better than I am because of who I am. You are. I yeah. didn't share. I couldn't share that because I felt a lot of shame around that. Yeah. Um, and that's. But of course, in hindsight, you know, there's no shame in that. Like, you oh, know, no. It's it's really powerful you say that because obviously I never told anyone that I had these suicidal thoughts until I had my son Lucci, mm. and um. Like you, I felt like I had I had to actually talk about this because one, I need to tell people that this is what was happening. This is why I've gone on this journey to help men. But two, I felt like I was being a bit of a fraud and not actually saying this has happened. Yeah. And obviously, that was accumulation of about eight years, so it was in there for eight years. Yeah. And um, it was when I looked at Lucha, I was like, I don't actually, like, I might not have seen my son, you know, and it it, it was scared me. And obviously, I told my I told Rochelle, my beautiful partner, first. And then I had to tell my, my, my great friend, who you know, Damien, yeah. 
because he was a man. great guy, great guy, and he's been a big part of my journey. Where, and I was talking about yesterday on a podcast. I, I reached out to him when I was in my darkest moments, yeah. which he didn't know. And I literally, I, I was just crying and I wasn't really making much sense, yeah. but he just listened. And I latched onto it. And also he said something which I never knew. I know it's bizarre to, to think now, but I never knew men had these struggles, had yeah. these thoughts. Yeah. And he just said something. He goes, he calls me cheer, cheer. But like, I've had those moments like where I'm, I have, I've questioned myself and I've been embarrassed. And I latched onto it and I was like, oh, so other men think like this. Yeah, yeah. And this yeah, is the and thing, right? This is why you have to do what you're doing. Yeah. So. But like I said, you're, you're, like I, and like you said, and then I used to think, oh, but if I was in that mindset, look at what Sam's gone through and I'm worried about like what, because I didn't have the abuse growing up. Like I had a really solid unit, like love. I'm not saying you didn't have love, of course you had love, but I didn't have to deal with that. But, Everyone has a unique story, and yeah. it, mental health—it doesn't—it can—it can be formed from being privileged, entitled, you know, all these things. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. Everyone's rock bottom will be different. Everyone's wounds yeah. and traumas are different. It doesn't matter. You know, don't compare yours to your story to my story. No. You know, we we all have things that you know wound us and hurt us, and they're all different. And I think you know this is. You know, one thing I always say is we're all human first, right? Yeah, yeah. Every human is built differently. Every human will be affected in different ways. We've all had a bunch of different life experiences. Yeah. So there's, we can't compare like for like. It's like comparing apples to bananas. It just ain't going to work, right? Yeah. Um, one skin you can eat, one skin you can't. They're just so different. And, um, and I think we need that message more in society. You know, I'm very much human first led in my work and yeah. self-acceptance is probably one of the crucial the biggest things that I do people look for their purpose they get lost they get stuck I've been there yeah. I help many people through that um, one of the biggest pieces of work that we always do is around that that self-awareness and that self-acceptance accepting right. like being curious enough to know with being curious with yourself to go hey you know what, Sam, I'm not feeling good. Hey, Chiro, you yeah. know, in your own head, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. And being curious about what that means, something's probably wrong, right? Yeah. Okay, I need to share that. I need to accept that that is the situation. Like, I had it the other week for myself. Like, I was feeling like crap, and I didn't know why. And I went into the station car park. I go and speak on BBC Radio Sussex quite regularly, and I was parking the train station car park. And I've gone there, and I was coming back. I was still feeling a bit there, and I saw this yeah. sign, and it said, "It's okay not to be okay." It's a Samaritan yeah. sign, and it's at yeah, the yeah. train station because obviously, sadly, some people take their life at the train station. And it just the penny just dropped for me, and just went, "You know what? Yes, yeah, Sam, it's okay. Like yeah. you, you don't you don't know exactly why right now, but." No is okay to feel the way that you're feeling and that is self-acceptance it's like yes and then giving yourself some self-compassion by okay it's okay like give yourself some warmth some love go easy on yourself speak to somebody lean it you know people want lean to listen somebody, yeah. yeah and share whatever say look hey i'm very lucky i have amazing girlfriends who are all very close so a lot of them are coaches and healers yeah. and we have a group where we can just go hey I'm feeling shit or whatever and someone will jump on a call or someone will do you know what I mean and it's yeah. and unless you start doing that sorry unless you start doing that 
you know, spreading this stuff out, you're putting a lid on the boiling pot. And eventually that, like you were talking about, that boiling pot, eventually the lid blows off and nobody wants to be in that position. I think, um, and I, I don't want to just say men, I think, well, no, probably, you can't obviously work with more women than I I do, myself, yeah. but we, we, we do this where we want to be this superhero enough. We get superhero very wrong. Like, if you think, like you said, actually expressing and being your true self, that's a superhero. Yeah. Being, being free with who you, how you feel, yeah. that actually stops a lot of overwhelm, depression, anxiety. But we get it on, you know, like the cracking yeah. on and, yeah, let's get going and, and especially for men, for you know, especially yeah, yeah. for men, I think, you know, you know, I see it from my, from my brother and his upbringing and maybe what he got taught and shown as, as a kid. And it is yeah. very much that. And, and British British people, it's like that stiff upper lip kind of thing. Oh, I'm all right. Yeah. Let's just yeah, yeah, keep yeah. the veil, keep the mask. And boys don't cry and all of that, and, and which is absolute bollocks. Crying is so good for you. There's chemicals yeah. released in tears that, you know, whether you're a man or a woman or whatever, yeah. it, there is chemical release in tears, and if you don't release that stuff, then like it's, it, it will eventually show up in the cells of your body, it will show up in a physical ailment or in a physical way, or some kind of dis-ease. So you have to find a way to release this stuff. Yeah. And, it, and that, that's what I always talk about. It's like, no, but how, how are you really feeling? How, like I always said, how are you really feeling? Yeah. And I'm okay. No, no. So I feel like, even like questioning, I always leave it as an open question because you kind of then get something back. But it only you only get better when you, I feel like, you feel, feel, like you said, you have a community where it's accepted. And I think that's very important. Yeah. And that's why I'm positive. I, I just lay it out because I just feel like, have I had feedback where someone's hammering me? Yeah, but I don't care. Like, it, it's just me. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to keep, keep doing it and keep doing it. Yeah. Because what it actually helps me, and the other I know it helps other people, and I think it's very, very important. Yeah, and I think, like, if you go, went onto my LinkedIn profile, my name is there, and then there's a superhero emoji, and you absolutely hit the nail on the head when it comes to superhero. Superhero is not someone that's perfect. It's not someone no. that doesn't make mistakes or get shit wrong. It's not someone that yeah. doesn't show up vulnerably. You have, the way to be your own superhero is to be freaking honest with yourself. Like, how are you really feeling? Where are you mentally, emotionally, and physically, and even spiritually, if that's your thing? Like, having that honest conversation with yourself, and we hear a lot of uh, the word authentic a lot in this world that we're in, right? Yeah. Oh, be your authentic self. Well, authenticity or being authentic just means being freaking truthful. Truthful, yeah. And you have to start there. The easiest person to lie to in the world is yourself. So... If you want to be authentic and you hear this word, then and it's, it's obviously one of those words that's sadly been overused, but it just yes. means the truth. The like, truth, yeah. start telling yourself the truth. Because I used to, I've journaled for probably three decades, and I laugh at some of my old journals because it's bollocks. It's just like, <laughs> I know that I was lying to myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure it had some benefit back then, but the way that I journal now is like, it all goes down on that paper. Like, if I'm feeling yeah. shit, if I'm pissed off at someone, it's going down there, my truth and all. And even when it's some uncomfortable things, like if I see someone doing something that, you know, like, oh, why are they up on that stage? I should be up on that stage. Like, we all have these feelings. Yeah, yeah. We all have be honest with yourself. You can't change it if you don't lean into it. No, 100%. So, yeah, like you said, authentic is being your true self. Yeah. Is being that vulnerable person. 
Um, now you've hit the nail on the head there. And that's how and you then, be your own superhero. Is yeah, exactly. Truth, what's your truth? And, and you know, we all get lost at, at, at times, Tiro. You know that. Yes. You, you've been there. I've been there. Um, and it's very difficult. You know, if I look back at the times when I felt lost or in a, a difficult place, um, I haven't dug myself out of those holes on my own. No. Um, and we all get. I'll probably use this. I've used this analogy for years. It's like being yeah. a picture. You've got a beautiful picture. There's a beautiful yeah. gold frame around it. You are the picture in the middle. That is you. That is your life. That is your story. Because you're in the middle of it, you don't see this beautiful gilt edge around it, this beautiful gold no. around the frame. But a coach or a mentor or someone comes along and they look at that picture, they see the frame, they see the story, and they can help. This is why coaches and mentors can help people, because they help can people. see what's wrapped around it. Yeah. They can see the things that you can't see. They're going to hold up the mirror, let you look in the mirror, and also tell you what's behind the mirror. Um, and it's, this, this is why it doesn't... I used to think... Oh, there's only certain people that I can coach. But now yeah. I know I can coach anyone. Because the reason, and that's not about being big-headed, no, no. the reason for that is because we're all human. And yes. all humans get stuck in their own thinking and get lost in their own thoughts. Yeah. Period. 100%. It doesn't matter who you are. Definitely. And, you know, relating to that, that's that's why I, I worked for a new coach about, about four months ago. Because I, I wouldn't say I was mentally struggling. I was stagnant. And I needed someone... That I knew would be like, no, go do it. Yeah. No, go, don't just go do it, Chura. <laughs> and, and like you said, you know, like you know, like stages that would not have helped me when I first no. was going on the journey. No, I needed the the little the little pat. And obviously, he does do that, but it's a bit different because I yeah. I was not ready to be committed to what I needed to do outside of my mental health. Yeah. And um, a big thing is being stagnant, and that's what I need. I was like, no, do you know what? I know where I've got to go, and I need, I need this, I need this person to really help me in yeah. that direction. And that's you know, okay, having like... two children under two, um, <laughs> you know, having a business, all these things, and I thought, no, this is the person, man. This is this is who's going to help me. Yeah. And he's been he's been phenomenal. And, and that's the thing is like knowing what you know. We all have there's many different types of coaches. You know, yeah. I've I've had I don't know probably half a dozen coaches in my time, and. Um, you know, I was working with a coach that was very much like, okay, go go do this, go do that. But I was struggling mentally Fantastic. around the losses that I had at the time. And I didn't need someone to push me. I needed someone to support me and hold my yeah. hand a little bit more. And, and I knew that. And therefore, I, I ended that coaching uh, relationship and I got a different coach. Uh, and this is as you become wiser and you lean into more personal development, you'll recognize for yourself that actually you probably know what you need. Give it to yourself. Yeah. That is... I would say this because, like, self-care is talked about a lot. And, and the highest form of self-care is, this is my belief, by the way, um, is that being truthful with yourself, asking yourself what you need, and then giving it to yourself. That is the yep. highest form of self-care. So many people just don't even do something as basic as that. Now, that could be as basic as, I'm super tired, I haven't slept properly all week, I need more sleep. Give yourself the more sleep. That is the highest form of self-care. It could be that actually this coaching, coaching relationship isn't working for me. Yeah. I need something more nurturing right now. Give yourself what you need. That's the highest form of self-care. Massive. Do you hear that, everyone? <laughs> Give yourself what you need. That's true. You're right. You're right. It's, um, and it's simple. And that, like you said, it's not, oh, I've got to get up at four o'clock. I've got, it's not like that. It's, uh, but I think where, you know, even when I, when I first 
went on the coaching journey, I was trying to like get everyone to do what I was doing. I was like, no, sure, you can't do that. You can't do it. You got to break it down. You got to break it down. And where did you start? And there's different parts of. Oh, he's there. All right, let, let's go back to there. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think that's important. And like you said, it's simplicity. Simplicity wins. Yeah. It's not crazy what I do. It's not like jumping over hurdles, but it's being consistent with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of a lot of stuff in life. You know, where a lot of people are looking for answers and yeah. looking. You know, especially if you're stuck or a bit lost. And I and I get that. Uh, and well, like I said, I th- I think we often do need someone to help us through on that journey. And I'm not just saying that from point of view because I'm a coach, but no, I also no. lean into all of those services for myself. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it. You know, if you're not in a position to get a coach or a mentor or whatever, there's so much information out in the world, probably too much now. Um, But just go back to basics for yourself. Go back to, you know, being completely honest with where you're at emotionally, mentally and physically. Journaling your thoughts like a brain dump is so good. Our brains, you know, we overthink so much stuff. We ruminate and you're never going to have the greatest clarity or the greatest solutions when you're doing too much thinking. So brain dumping is massively important. This is really basic stuff. Drinking plenty of water, moving your body, whether that's a brisk walk or a 10K bloody run, whatever, or getting on your bike or swimming. You know, those are some really basic things. Um, And giving yourself what you need, whether that's an extra hour in bed, a hot bubble bath, a run, a walk, out in nature, these basics things will get you started when you can't afford to, right. you know, have a course or a coach or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's pretty simple, really. Yeah. Always, that, that's that's a big part of the start of my, your relationship with yourself, mm. your relationship with others, yeah. and yeah. So it, it's that is the big thing. So like, like I said, keep it moving. How your environment, massive. Yeah. You know, these things. Are, that was a big part of like how I stopped drinking. My environment. Um, looking where I was, how I looked after myself, it actually makes you start actually, okay, well, yeah, this is working. And it does. I mean, going for a walk, I don't really know to, well, I can't generalise everything, everyone, but it does help you, you know, going for a job. Yeah, it's right. You know, know, yesterday I went out, left my phone here on the table, and just went out with the dog and walked the dog. Just, you know, I use this analogy a lot. Hey, Alex, Alex, um, and Alex probably heard me say this before as well, it's like, you know, when we overthink a lot, we, we get in yeah. our heads a lot, and water and the brain or the mind are very similar. When you've got a, a, a bowl of murky, dirty water, you don't put it on the stove to boil it to try and clear the water, because if you do that, you've just got a bowl of murky, dirty water. What you do is you put it to one side and let it settle and eventually the clear it will clear the the dirt will settle to the bottom and yep. you will have clarity and the mind works in the same way you set it aside you give it some downtime and let it settle and it will clear right. and things will yep. unscramble and in you, probably those moments when you're not searching for the answer or the solution you will get some clarity yep. because you've given yourself some time to settle hey alex <laughs> Hey Anna, there's my hey sister. Hey Anna. Oh. Big up Rochelle too. Hey Rochelle. Hey Rochelle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice to see um, you all. Yeah. Yeah, the, the crew's here. I do. I, I learned this from another coach, which really helped me. And like, what what was my identity? Like, what was my best self? What did it look like? Yeah, yeah. Do you have like three things you kind of like your core values you really stick to, or you kind of know this is when I'm in 
my moments or when I need to know what's going to help me? What do I attach myself to? Do you have something like that? My, my core value right now, because um, obviously you know, I had some, some massive health challenges last year yeah. and, I stay, and, I, and things changed a lot for me around that time uh, and continued to kind of lead my life really. And my, my core values really are peace. Because okay. ultimately, peace. If we have a peaceful mind, we have happiness. Yeah. There is no happiness and joy and freedom if we have a chaotic mind. So yeah. my number one, my word for twenty twenty three was always peace. Like Love that it. has to be the leader of my life. If I have peace, then I'm going to find happiness and joy and fulfillment. Uh, the second one will be love. Like yeah. to love, but ultimately that love stems from me. Peace for the win, Susanna. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> love yeah. is, and I, and I'm, and I encompass that, and you touched on it a little bit, Chiro, around the relationship stuff. Um, you know, I, I run a group coaching program called Breaking Your Own Limits, and the subtitle is Working Through Your Crap. And the crap yeah. is an analogy for confidence, relationships, awareness, and purpose. Now, relationships, of course, is about that self. You, you, how you treat yourself and how you nurture yourself will impact how you treat and nurture all other that's relationships, it. whether yeah. that's with a human being or your relationship to money. They all yeah. play a part. So self, this love bit that is my second value is about that love of self, my relationship with myself, being honest with myself, because I know that impacts all other relationships I have in my life. And then the third bit, really, if I can only pick three, is play. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's being... Um, it's being childlike, which is really important for me. I always say be more panda. Um, I have pandas everywhere around me. Yeah, yeah. Pandas are playful and fun. And I always have this photo by my desk, which is me when I was a little toddler, um, yeah. swinging on a swing, all carefree and happy and joyful because yeah. we all need to remember that we're carrying that child around yeah. with us every single day. And you, all of us can probably think of a time when we were a child when we didn't have all of these inhibitions, where we didn't worry about how we were going to be judged or anyone else's yeah. opinion, where we would look at our chubby little self in the mirror and laugh, where we'd yeah. fall down and get straight back up and laugh, where we'd swing on a swing, backwards, forwards, on our belly or whatever, and we laughed. That little child, that little kid needs your love, your attention, it needs your peace of mind. And you just need to learn to be more playful and to put some of the sprinkling of that in your day yeah. every single day. So those are probably my three, I would say. Powerful. Um, yeah. Powerful. And I mean, mine's similar. Mine's humour, which is really important for yes. me. And why, why is that? Because I know when I'm not my humorous self and I'm not relaxed, I take things very sensibly. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm uptight. So very, very similar to you. Um, Humor is a big part, a big part of it, and self-respect, self-care. Yeah. And then because I know when I look after myself and I, I'm doing the things that make me feel good, and I always put number three, leader, I can be the leader I want to be. And then I can take action and I can... My, my big thing is, and I've learned over the years, when I, when I don't stick to my word or say what I'm going to do, I become quite reclusive and I get really down downhearted on myself and I, I can okay. beat myself up but yeah. there's actions why that's not happening and I've realized that yeah but it's important like to be self-compassionate in those moments because yeah. you're, you're just you know I say it flippantly but you're just a human being that's it. and human that's beings it. are flawed and Definitely. part of the self-acceptance and the relationship journey 
with ourselves is accepting that we will get it wrong, that we will make yeah. mistakes, that sometimes, even though we're the most, I, I, I'm full of love, but even me at times can act in unloving ways, not deliberately, my intention right. is not to do that, but it's right. because I'm human and you will as well. You could be tired, something's gone wrong at work, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone crashed into your car and you get home and you bark at your wife or your partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't mean to do it, no. but it comes out and you're human and it's so important to just yeah. give yourself a little bit of a break. You can hopefully rectify that situation yeah. when you're, you're calm and you're peaceful and yeah, it's just important to be self-compassionate. Like, I know you're a very driven human being, so I think driven, and I've worked with some athletes, you know, um, you know, I did some stuff with Dane Kelly Holmes and stuff, and you know, they are very driven people, yeah. um, and can be probably, you know, some of the, the the people that are toughest on themselves. I think. Yeah, but I've learned when I'm lightheaded, that's when I'm at my most dangerous, as in a good way. And I feel like it's so important that, like you said, I used to do it. I used to give it the big high, took a day off, and God knows how many. But do you know, what? I wasn't actually. It wasn't helping me. It no. was not helping me. So, and I've realised when I take that reset, the next day I come back so strong because I'm just clear yeah. and I'm ready to go. And that's where the, um, the self respect and the self care yeah. comes in, Chiro. It's that's like, it. okay, what that's do I need? Actually, I'm knackered, and you're yeah, never yeah, going to yeah. do your best work when yeah. you're knackered, or do you yeah. know what I mean? When you just churn out the days, day in, day yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. I learned from one of my mentors that slowing down is speeding up. And really like is. you just said then, it's like, oh, I took the day off and then I came back stronger and I was able yeah. to get way more done and it felt a whole lot better, right? Slowing I down. Put that down there. Sorry, I've got to put that there. Slowing down is speeding up. Sorry, it I'm is. No, it's fine, it's fine. It's true. And I say it a lot to people and getting people to slow down. They're like, oh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, going. No, 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 no. Because you're, you're never do you're actually creating resistance. You know, the harder the harder you push, yeah. often the more resistance you, you create. And that's the yeah. same with your speed. If you're pushing and pushing and pushing, then yeah. you're actually slowing yourself down. You're creating, Oops. it's almost like your yeah. wheels are running, but there's no traction. No. And that's what it's like. True. So when you slow down, you'll get more traction. And, and therefore, eventually... You're being yeah. the person who's out there going like this because they're literally getting nowhere fast, yeah. and you're just doing it in a more methodical yeah. way with more traction, and you'll get there way quicker. So it, it actually works. It does. And what I want, you know, because I feel like sometimes, which you're, it's not you, but we say these things and don't explain it. I know Sam. Sam goes at it daily. Like she, she really does attack her day very. That's what I love about her. She's very consistent. But what she, what, what I'm saying, what she's saying is. It's okay to step back because you come back stronger. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's not, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to sit here for six hours and not work on my dreams. No, it's not that. It's not that. But sometimes you have to step back and look at it and go, hold on. I'm saying I'm doing 16 hours, but I'm not actually doing anything in 16 <laughs> yeah. hours. How productive have you been, you know, in How those productive hours, have right? you been? You know, because I'm, oh, my head's just not in it. All right, well, maybe take some time off and come back and then yeah. you go again. I think one of the things that I've learned uh, over the years and working with some athletes and people in football and all sorts of people, you know, the athletes, you, you know, if you look at athletes, you know, yeah. they do rest. They do, yeah. they do, you know, they work hard, you know, when they've got game time, obviously they're out there, work, you know, working really hard. And when they train, they train really hard, but they do a lot of rest in between. And it yeah. is a really great analogy for if you're in business or you're striving for goals or yeah. whatever, whatever it is, is, is to learn to rest. Learn to rest yeah. when you're tired. And one of the things that I do is I don't put so much pressure on myself anymore. 
And yeah. I think, you know, some say pressure is a privilege and all of that, yeah, yeah. but too much pressure is a bad thing because it will okay. lead to stress. It will lead to um, every cell in your body will then feel that pressure and yeah, that stress. And that, then your cells are not thriving and then your body yeah. starts to break down. So too much stress and too much pressure is really not good for yeah. you. So, and it's finding that balance. But yeah. on those days when I know that I need a rest, you know, I do one tiny thing. Like uh, some days if I get up and I, even if I've, I've meditated, I've drunk my water, I've gone for a yeah. run, I've, done, I've journaled, I've done all the things, I'm still feeling a bit like, eh. Um, yeah. I just say to myself, right, do one tiny thing towards your goal. And that could be sending out one email, and, and then I know I feel good. Okay, I've done one thing towards what yeah. I'm aiming for. My So take the pressure off yourself and just do that. It's like a tiny little thing. And if we did one tiny little thing every day for 365 days, you yeah. see where you're at at the end of the year. And I think, you know, it is. It's not, I think, I know. It's actually a self-worth thing. It's a confidence within yourself. Mm. You know, and obviously you, you've... You've been working on yourself for many years, but you've got to a stage where hold on, I've done so much work. I, I actually worthy that I am going to take a step back. I'm I'm confident in in my my abilities to come back. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I think no. that's a big, big thing. I talk when I talk with men, especially the men I work with. A lot, a lot of them are self-employed or they they're quite you know high end in their career. And I'm like, but what's going to actually happen? What do you think? Oh, it's all going to go wrong. No, it won't. What you're doing. Is actually gonna. It's, it, it might go all wrong, you know, because you're not giving yourself time. I remember a phone call. I hope hopefully you remember. Do you remember we was into COVID and I had a moment and I called you? Yeah. I was quite teary. Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And I was very worried. I was very worried. And um, although I weren't like you were just saying, sure, calm, calm. Do you know what? It was the best thing I ever done because I had to take. I took a step back for a couple of days and I said, Do you know what? What's going to happen? Yeah. Well, you have these options, sure. You either take it online or have conversation because I was worried about having conversations with schools to see where we were. Yeah. Um, what, you know, in, in my business, what I was doing. So I said, just have conversations. And you know what? By the end of the day, everything was all right. Yeah. It was okay. It's, but we build this, things up, don't we? Yeah. 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 The, you, know, we, the, you know, your mind and your brain is wonderful. Uh, yeah. It takes a lot of oxygen, by the way, to uh, to make your brain function properly. So always remember, obviously, I'm a breathwork coach, so I teach people, like, your brain needs a lot of oxygen. This is why we say when you're struggling, you, you're stressed, like, take some deep breaths, get some oxygen yeah. to the brain, because you will not think clearly without it. Um, but we, our brains will are great at creating a story. You know, that's where anxiety yeah. comes from. It's just a story that you've made up that's not come true yet, but you, you're exactly. believing it's going to be the truth. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, this shit is never as bad as you think it's going to be. Yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, abundance comes from within. Abundance doesn't come from how many contracts you've got on your business, how many, how many yeah. thousands you're making in your business every day. Abundance comes from within. We all want wealth and abundance. I have wealth and abundance in a bucket full, not in my bank account, but in yeah. my body and in my mind. Yeah. And when you can lie down and put your head on the pillow and meditate or do whatever feels good to you and feel that kind of feeling, that is when you have a successful life. Um, and this is, comes from the mind, learning to quieten the mind. Like I said, yeah. I do a lot of meditation and breath work, so that's massively helped me that's around it. some of my thoughts. Um, taking walks out in nature and slowing the f up down. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it, it massively helps you because your brain cannot... It's like running a computer 24-7. At some point, yeah. it's going to need upgrading. At some point, it's going to need a reboot. 
and you're, you can't treat, you know, you've got the greatest computer of all between your ears. Yes. How often do you shut it down? Do you reboot no. it? Do you upgrade the software? Yeah. That's what you've got to do to your brain, and there's many ways you can do that. Massive. Sam, I know we, we could talk about it all day, I just want to say that I'm so happy that you called me, though, like, you COVID, and, like, like all of my clients I've worked with over the years, they all know that they can call me at any point in time. Yeah. Uh, I just want to remind you that you can still do that going forward. Yeah, that, um, yes, because like I think people like you and I, like I said before, we love to help and support, and yeah. we're not we're not naive enough to think, oh, I've done this piece of work, or I've had this bit of therapy, yeah. but think that the rest of my life is going to be hunky dory because no. life is relentless and it's just learning yeah. to find better ways to deal with it. So. Yeah, use all the and tools. It's exciting too, isn't it? Because you do find you do find new ways, and it opens your mind. Like over the last year or so, my mind's been opened up even more in, in, into new tools, new new ways of helping. Even like tonality, how to question, how to ask. Yeah, and yeah. I think it, it will only keep growing. But, um, you know, and what I obviously I worked with you a long time ago now. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I said to you before yesterday anyway like just to see your growth and how you've changed and you know what I see I see a lot you're a lot lighter like you've yeah, probably yeah. got more responsibility than you've ever had two children yeah. and a partner but yeah. you know but you are lighter and this is this is yeah. why you know being truthful with yourself connecting on a deeper level to yourself and being vulnerable this is why it works because it sets you free the thing that will set you free that will unshackle you is your truth uh, and your vulnerability and uh, yeah. this is what makes us lighter like I feel very light despite some of the things yeah, going yeah. on in my my world but I see it in you and I think that's because yeah you've like you just step up to the plate and say hey this is the first place to start it's me this is me this is what I'm struggling with or this is what's great for me uh, yeah. I'm being that real vulnerable self because there's so much out on social media and out in the world, podcast, TV, you name it, that makes us compare ourselves. Yeah, um, and we see everyone's highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one's life is, is a total highlight reel. No, no. no, no it's, it's not. And I, I feel like that, that's why I really want to go to journey to say, look, this is where it's at. Do I wake up bouncing every day? Hell no, you don't. But it's just understanding that, look, this is what I do to get back into normality and, yeah. and, and be around great people and, like the three things, really important. For, to be your true self is being around people that accept you. Yeah. And you being your true self. And if someone doesn't, unfortunately, you have to step away. Yeah. And that's okay. That's all right. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've done it. I've done it. Um, but it's okay. They're not bad people. It's just, unfortunately, you're you're trying to be your true self. Yeah, and, and you're um, leveling up. You know, it doesn't mean yeah. people around you are growing at the same rate. So then there's going to be this misalignment in for a yeah. friendship. Well, it's happened to me. People stepped away from me at times. You know, it's just how it is. It, it can be hurtful, hard. but it's but you're, yeah. you're being truthful and you'll find those people that resonate with more. You know, uh, one of my good friends always says, you know, season, reason, and lifetime. So people will come for a season, they'll come for a reason, or they'll come for yeah. a lifetime. And if you can right. learn to accept that then you will let them go with good grace and love. Amazing, amazing. Sam, it's been a privilege. We're, gonna carry, we're definitely going to carry this on. Um, I'm definitely going to pick your brains a little bit more yeah, in the next good. couple I of months. Yeah, uh, Say hi to Anna because she's saying you guys are the best. He is yeah, definitely right. Yeah, she's taking me care of. I'm lighter, so I think she's talking about my weight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all right. We'll let her have that. Um, anyone that's listening, and I know... You've been listening to It Starts With You. My name is Sam Adams. 
thanks so much for tuning in. If you'd like to find out more about me, then you can visit my website, sam-adams.com, where you can find information about my coaching and my speaking. If you're interested in finding out more about the podcast and future guests, then please visit our Facebook page, It Starts With You, and also our Instagram page, It Starts With You podcast. Thanks very much and have a great day.